from poverty to abundance. It was my second trip to Ghana into the rainforest region. The people were very, very poor there and their mud huts did not look very inviting to us because we struggled to find the right track to the meeting where we were waiting. It was right in the great forests. But we eventually found the place of meeting and a very thin lady showed me to an old brick building where I actually had a bed to sleep in. And she gave me a bucket of water to bath with and we had some food and we went to bed. But the first thing the next morning, they informed me that I needed to pay a courtesy visit to the king of the rainforest. And I had never stood in front of a king before. So I went rather unprepared with David and the crow leader. We entered the courtyard and the king and David introduced me to him. And there, sat, there the king sat on his throne holding a scepter in his right hand and on either side of him sat six elders on chairs. The courtyard was also full of people who were sitting on chairs. They were all in traditional dress with just the one shoulder covered. David led the way for me to shake hands with the six elders to the right. I followed him, and David then bowed before the king and shook hands with him. I then curtsied before the king and shook hands with him as well. We then went to the six elders on the left and shook their hands. I was then led to sit in the front of the center of the gathering of the people facing the king, and I was told to sit. The king then stood up and greeted me. And I stood up and greeted him. Then the king said to me, You have a word from the Lord God for me. Speak now. I was totally unprepared, fumbled for my Bible and just opened it anywhere. And my eyes fell to Deuteronomy 30, 15 to 60. See, I have set before you this day good and death and evil. In that I command you this day to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments that you may live and multiply. The Lord then told me to turn back a page and I read it to the king. Deuteronomy 28:15 15-24 But then it shall come to pass, if you will not hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, to observe and do his commandments and his statutes that I command you this day, that all these curses shall come upon you and overtake you. Cursed you shall be in the city, and cursed you shall be in the field. Cursed you shall be with your basket and your store. Cursed shall be the fruit of your body and the fruit of your land, the increase of your kind and the flocks and the sheep. Cursed shall be when you 
Come in and where cursed you shall be when you go out, and the Lord shall send you cursings, vexations, and rebuke in all that you set your hand to do, and you shall be destroyed, and until you perish quickly because of the wickedness of your doings, therefore I have forsaken you. And the Lord shall make pestilence cleave unto you, until he has consumed you from off the land wherever you go. And the Lord shall smite you with consumption and with fever and with inflammation and with extreme burning and with a sword and with blasting and with mildew and you shall, and shall pursue you until you perish. And your heaven above your head shall be as brass and the earth under shall be as iron. And the Lord shall make the rain of your land powder and dust and the heavens shall come down upon you until you be destroyed. I was shaking with fear of what the king might do to me as well as in the anointing of what the Lord was doing at the same time. Then the Lord told me to read Deuteronomy 28, 1-10. And it shall come to pass, if you hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord to observe and to do his commandments that I command you this day, that the Lord God was set you high above all the nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come to you and overtake you if you shall hearken to the voice of the Lord your God blessed you shall be in the city and blessed you shall be in the field blessed you shall be the fruit of your body the fruit of your ground and the fruit of your cattle and the increase of your kind and the flocks of your sheep Blessed shall be the basket in your store. Blessed when you come in and blessed you shall be when you go out. And the Lord shall cause your enemies that rise up against you to be smitten before your face. They shall come against you one way and shall flee before you seven ways. And the Lord shall command the blessing upon you in your storehouses and in all you set your hand to do. And he shall bless you in the land that the Lord has given you. And the Lord shall establish you in a holy people unto himself. He has sworn unto himself, If you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, and all the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord and shall be afraid of you. And the Lord shall make you plenteous in goods and in the fruit of your body and the fruit of your cattle and the fruit of your ground in the land which the Lord swore unto your, your fathers to give you. And the Lord shall open upon you his good treasure, the heaven, to give you rain unto the land in his season to bless all the work of your hand and you shall lend to other nations and you shall not borrow. I then shared the gospel message of how Jesus won the victory over all the curses of sin and death on the cross. We are delivered from these curses when we believe in Jesus and accept him as our Lord and Saviour ended with. And the king stood up again and said, I receive these words from God and I will do it. He then summoned his gong-gong beater to come forward. A thin elderly man appeared holding a piece of wood and a gonger at, on the end of the wooden hanger. I command you, said the king, go out into every village 
and every kraal and summon every person to come to the village crusade tomorrow at the main gathering field. The Gong Gong beater left immediately to do the job. I then presented the king with a Bible and left. The next day, over 3,000 people arrived for the crusade, including the king's elders, and all sat in the front row in their traditional clothing. I gave the gospel message and most of them stood and repeated the sinner's prayer after me. We then prayed for the sick and many were healed. One lady who had a broken collarbone was instantly healed. The next day she went to the doctor for another x-ray to find the collarbone perfectly healed and in line. She brought the x-rays of the injury before and after to show us the perfection of God's healing. The king did do what he had promised and built churches, one for each village. He then asked us to send some money for the cost of the iron sheets for the uh, lost building to be roofed. This we sent him. The result was that the blessing of God came on these newly converted villages with excellent crops, large fruit and vegetables and twin goats being born several times. The entire area had gone from poverty to abundance. This was in 2014. Ten years later, David went again, this was last year, to visit this blessed rainforest region to encourage the people further. I have seen this happen not just in the rainforest, but other villages that have come to Christ and turned away from sin and poverty into God's blessing and abundance. The Bible is just as powerful now as it was those many years ago. Deuteronomy spoke of poverty caused by humiliation, oppression, shortage, barrenness, family breakdown, failure, physical and mental illness, God's rejection and God's disfavor. The blessings of abundance are the blessings that shall overtake you when you turn to God. Fertility, prosperity, victory, health, God's favor when we obey God. Deuteronomy 28 verse 13 says, And the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. And you shall be above only, and you shall not be beneath, if you shall hearken to the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day, and observe them and do them. This speaks of God's children being the head and not the tail that gets dragged around. We must respond to Jesus and he will make you the head. Isaiah 53, 3-12 says, He was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And hid, we hid, as it were, faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. 
for he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep had gone astray. We had turned every one his own ways, and the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Jesus came and died in our place. He bore our sin, our sickness, our sorrows, our death upon himself. And then he rose from the dead in total and complete victory over every sin every sickness and over death itself. Jesus did it all for us. And when we come to him, he will turn our lives from poverty to abundance, from sin to righteousness, from sickness to health, from rejection to acceptance, from loss into victory. Jesus has redeemed us from the curse of the law and gave us his grace. 2 Corinthians 8 and 9 says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for our sakes he came poor, that through his poverty you may become richer. 2 Corinthians 9.8 And God who is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you all, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound in every good work. Jesus has done a complete work for us on the cross. He has delivered us from every curse, every demon, every sickness, and from all forms of poverty, and brought us into his blessing instead. All we have to do is come to Jesus and choose his forgiveness, his deliverance, his healing, and receive his blessings into our lives. We will also notice that God's prosperity does not speak about money, but about blessings that go far beyond money can buy. You know, money cannot buy blessings. Money cannot buy health. Money cannot buy peace. Money cannot buy love. Money cannot buy, uh, buy abundant life. Money cannot buy eternal life. But the blessings of God can. So the blessings of the Bible is far richer than physical money. Money can buy you some food to eat and a house to live in. But that is about all. 
but the blessings you receive from the Bible can buy you eternal life. It can buy you health and healing. It can buy you joy and peace and love. That is far more important than money. These are the blessings that money cannot buy. And when we realize this, we are able to live for God and trust God to care for us. I have also noticed in my own life that you cannot outgive God because the more you do or give for others, the more the Lord gives and does for you. My earthly father taught me that everything you do good in life, you get back double as good. And every bad thing you do in life, you get back double as bad. So I make sure I do what is good, that I get back double as good. That's a good way. And this I did before I became a Christian. If you have suffered curses or poverty in your life, you may choose life and prosperity now. Turn from the curses or sin in Jesus' name. And if you do this seriously and turn to follow Jesus and follow him with all your heart, you will be amazed how he will turn your life around from this day on. And if you want to receive Jesus now, I'd like to lead you through a simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I come to you now. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Please forgive me every sin I've ever done. I choose to follow you now in truth and righteousness for the rest of my life. Thank you for forgiving me. Please come into my heart and life as my Lord and Saviour. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And if you are sick, place your hand on your sickness or your pain. Say, Lord Jesus, please place your spiritual hand on my hand that I may be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Receive his healing now in Jesus' name. Now, if you said that prayer, there's a couple of things you need to do. One is to start praying every day. Get to know God in prayer and he will also speak to you. And when he speaks to you, make sure you obey him and you will be so blessed. Buy yourself a Bible and read it because a Bible will teach you how to get through this life successfully and well. The Bible will teach you all the wisdom you need, all the righteousness that you need. The Bible will purify your life and prepare you for your eternal life with Jesus. Find yourself a Bible-believing church and get baptized with water which confirms your decision to follow Jesus. And tell others what you have done. God bless you, and I pray that you will live a blessed 
life from this moment on. God bless you and I will now hand back to our host.